A lot of construction down uh, on 75th right now. If you're uh, in that area, I would avoid going up 75th. Jump over to 91st. Otherwise, you're going to get to watch parts of an LRT bridge walk across as well. White mud under construction eastbound. And that's about all I'm seeing right now. You come across something, let us know, please, and thank you. 780-451-8097. Visit Shoppers Drug Mart from Saturday, August 17th to Friday, August 23rd. And enjoy big savings during the super sale. Save big, happy event. So there you go, Shoppers Drug Mart. Now more of the all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Patipco on Classic Rock K97. So yesterday I met uh, at uh, Legends Golf and Country Club. It's the Ryder Cup matches for the Canadian Hickory Golf Championships, which go today and tomorrow, by the way, out at Legends. And uh, Ron Lyons, who's just such a terrific guy, uh, one of the owners out at uh, Legends. Ronnie, uh, you remember I showed you his collection of golf carts? Yeah, he has from- pretty much every one I've uh, in the history of. Yeah, and he's got a great coffee table book that you can uh, get if you head out to Legends to do some golfing. Uh, Basically, the Hickory Championships happen. Everybody's playing with golf clubs that are pre-1930. And we had the Ryder Cup matches yesterday. Uh, Our match, Chris and I uh, were partners. We uh, lost our first nine. We won our second nine. And then he lost his match... Uh, in stroke play, and I lost, or I tied. We we halved our match uh, when I was playing against Aaron. So, got some points there for the Canadian side. It was uh, all kinds of fun. And Ron Lyons now, he he's I guess he's collected all the golf carts. I was giving him a hard time last night. I said, "What you you done collect? There's no more golf carts to collect because now he's he's restoring Corvettes." Oh. So he's got like a 65, he's got a 63, he's got a 58. He's got like one of the first ones, like the first model year. It's going to take a while to cultivate this collection. He's got a 69 that he's almost done restoring. And uh, so, of course, that made me think of the retro vet that we've got rolling here, our 98 retro vet that was made in 1997. So get him down for a ballot so he can uh, get that into the collection. So he can try. Well, he's he's drawn the line at the 69. Oh, that's as high up as he's going? That's, that's as new as he's going. So uh, he, he's probably not going to, you know, look at adding a 98 to his collection. But Looking down the collection here. Oh, wow. Look at that split window. Ooh, original sting. What the? Mm. Why does that one say win me? Oh, and look at the 67 next to it. Hey, but uh, I'll tell you, that vet has been a hoot to drive around all all summer, and it's going to be at Rockfest from 4.30 until 6.30 today. So as you're getting there to uh, start things off uh, with the first band at 5 o'clock, which, of course, is going to be radioactive, uh, you're going to have a chance to get your name in for that at the Horlack Park Amphitheater from 4.30 to 6.30. And then again from 11 until 1 o'clock, we're doing that with Northgate Chevrolet, Buick GMC, and our pals over there at Bubbles Car Wash. Your last week to get entered, we give this thing away next Saturday. A week from tomorrow. A week from tomorrow. Correct. You got to get in. It's 5.56. More of Edmonton's classic rock around the corner. Some guns and roses for you. We'll get some people in on our group buying agreement and things you need to know coming up at about 6.07. This is the all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Patipco. And here's some things you need to know. Classic rock. K97.
608 and 15 degrees in the city. Uh, we're going to stay pretty much at this temperature through the day. It's trying to rain a little bit this morning. It'll clear off a bit. Uh, might rain again a little later today, just a 30% chance. But then clearing this evening and, like I said, 15 degrees. So when you're uh, rolling into Rockfest there, just go in a t-shirt and then buy one of the hoodies there. Smart play. Yeah. Uh, you'll be helping the Center for Arts and Music. Of course, all of the proceeds uh, after costs go to uh, the Center for Arts and Music. Nothing, uh, no money goes into some big promoter's pockets or anything like that. That's the great thing about this festival this weekend. Gets rolling at 5 o'clock tonight, and then again at 11.30 tomorrow morning. And then you're left with a garment you could say, get married in. Sure, if you want to do that. Northern Bear Golf Club, uh, where the conditions are excellent, experience the Edmonton area's best golf club, rated one of Score Golf's top Canadian public courses. Pete? This must be the most 2019 thing I've ever heard. Police were forced to uh, delete a criminal's uh, mugshot from Facebook because people couldn't stop making hair jokes about this guy. I guess he was wanted or wanted to be talked to about some nefarious drug activity. And when they posted his mugshot, he looked like Bozo the Clown. You know how your hair is way back, but mostly you got like a nine head. It's the whole way back. It's so. not a forehead, not it's, a five head. Oh, we're right to nine on yeah. that one. It's a nine head. So people weren't being too nice about it. <laughs> Does this forehead go to 11? <laughs> yeah, his did. <laughs> See, and this is why they had to delete the because of comments like this. One comment was like, I recognize that guy. He left the complex at 7.30 p.m. His hairline closely behind at 7.45. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the police are uh, now under under uh, hot water or getting in hot water because people are saying, you're bullying him. Mm-hmm. 2019. It sure is. Uh, all right. Well, do you want to hear about some uh, texting and driving statistics or do you want to hear about Dave Chappelle? Ooh. <laughs> well, you know, texting and driving is a hot button issue. You know, I love Dave Chappelle. Let's go with Chappelle. Okay. Chappelle has a new comedy special coming to Netflix. How, mu- how many hundreds of millions of dollars did they give for that? You know, I think that the deal was done earlier in the year. Do, do you recall yeah, that okay. he was going to get re- paid a remarkable amount of money for a certain amount of specials over the course of a contract or something? I thought he finished those. But if not, this could be the third part. And he did get okay. $55 million for three. $55 million for three. It, Comedy special, an insane amount of money, and when you know, when you consider all of the comics that we talk to uh, weekly on the show, and you know the local comics that yeah. we've run into over the you know yeah. uh, over our t- period of time at the comic strip, you know that fifty five million dollars for a comedy special is. You're just unimaginable. I think Adam Blank would sign that deal. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He would sign that deal on this piece of paper and that piece of paper. (laughs) Both of the pieces of paper that he's looking at. Uh, Dave Chappelle has a new comedy special coming to Netflix. Uh, It's called Sticks and Stones. The trailer shows Chappelle walking through a desert while Morgan Freeman narrates as the voice of God. Sticks and Stones starts streaming on August 26th, so 10 days from now. You Chappelle fan? Eh, I I mean I appreciate him, but I just I I was watching other guys as Chappelle was coming up, you know. Love Chappelle. So yeah, yeah, yeah. he's he's wicked, yeah. and uh, you know, we'll watch that obviously for sure. Mm-hmm. This is scary. I know you're not a you know attorney attorney gassy kind of guy, but uh, NASCAR legend Dale Earnhardt Jr. And his family survived a plane crash yesterday in Tennessee. Something happened. Obviously, the plane went down. He was on the plane with his uh, 15-month-old daughter, his dog, two pilots. The whole thing burned up, man. Like, there's a video on it where it, it looks... 
pretty scary. Uh, luckily, everybody walked away. So he's going to take the weekend off from announcing because he does announcing now for NASCAR. Right. And he'll be back the following week. But still. Lucky man. Dodged it there. Yeah. Uh, we had, I'll give you the texting story. I'll save the micro penis story for uh, the 705 things you need to know. <laughs> I'll mark that on my calendar. Okay. Uh, we hadn't seen a good texting and driving study in a while, and a new one uh, looked at which age group is the worst about texting and driving or completely distracted driving and doing all kinds of multitasking behind the wheel. Yep, you guessed it. It's millennials. New study found millennials are by far the worst when it comes to texting and driving. 86% sometimes use their phone behind the wheel for texting or checking social media. Oh, good Christ. The entire distracted driving uh, scenario statistic are just disturbing as well. Millennials, 73% of them say, you know, if it's not texting or social media, then it's makeup or eating or, or whatever. They're the worst, according to the survey. Gen Xers at uh, 72% and 49% for baby boomers. That's still huge, man. It's too much. and I'm, I'm not sure what is worse, because have you ever watched a baby boomer try and work a phone sometimes? They, they could be looking down for a lot longer. Yeah, well, then, <laughs> the thing is, it, it blocks the vision of uh, everything because it's the jitterbug with those giant buttons on that phone, remember? <laughs> This is the all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Fatibco on Classic Rock K97. You know, it's it's uh, it's it's strange. We were talking about the texting and driving uh, statistics that came out. That uh, is, I mean, it's pretty remarkable. The high rate. I mean, eighty-six percent of millennials admitting that they sometimes use their phone, and that's just the ones that admit it. I wouldn't 86%. say remarkable. Say it's disgusting. Well, it's horrible. It, yeah, I meant remarkable in a yeah. discussing a horrible kind of kind of way, uh, and it, and it's funny because remember with you yesterday I was talking about that uh, Facebook page. I'm from St. Albert. Yeah, and uh, whoever put it together is putting clever little St. Albert poking mm -hmm. fun at St. Albert things. You got one about texting and driving. Well, I it's just uh, I replied to one of them. And said, uh, I'm not allowed to use my phone at work, so I wait until I'm on Ray Gibbon <laughs> Drive to check all my texts. I'm from St. Albert. Because if you sit there, just sit there, pretend you're fishing on mm -hmm. the bridge over the Sturgeon River, mm -hmm. and just watch the traffic come back and forth and see how many, the, what percentage of people are looking down at their phone as they're doing 70 kilometers or probably slower because they're distracted uh, along Ray Gibbon yeah. Drive. It is insane. During rush hour, like coming home, everybody comes, you know, because people who live in St. Albert uh, work downtown, but they leave early so they can beat the traffic. I'm from St. Albert. <laughs> it's a funny page. I like it. Uh, so they're all coming on Ray Gibbon Drive starting at anywhere from quarter to four to 4.15 in the afternoon when the when it really the volume starts to hit. Uh -huh. And you drive down there at that time. It's just insane the amount of people who are looking at their phones. That's any intersection, though, too. It's insane. Yeah. You, you, I mean, it's funny that they can catch me, you know, uh, with a sideways license plate. Didn't miss that one, but seems to just let the texting go by willy-willy-nilly. Yeah. I think we should up the consequences. I mean, obviously, they're not making them more serious, but fine. You don't want to hurt people's feelings too much? Here's an idea I have, Terry. If you get caught texting and driving, you have to stand on a corner that you got caught or somewhere where you got caught with a giant billboard like above your head with the last text you sent to your bow. 
So you can see like basic Becky out there with like the lips, the emoji, and then the water above her head there. The lips, the emoji, and the water. The, the eggplant emoji, sorry, and then there. That's a sexy text that the youth will be sending to Chad's and Zach's of the evening. No, I'm 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 reading your mail. I, I get it. <laughs> I'm just imagining Becky standing there. Would be worse if the last thing she said was a nude. Uh, Jim is uh, on the phone. Yes, Jim, go ahead. On this cell phone texting thing, eh? Mm. I'm a commercial truck driver, so I have the uh, advantage of being able to peer down into people's cars when they're driving along. Right. Nothing worse than going along the hand day and you come up behind somebody that's doing like 75, 80 kilometers an hour in a 100 zone. Yeah. And you go to pass and look down, sure enough, they're on their phone. It's true, but I, I mean, I also look up sometimes when I was on my motorcycle with no roof above me. I can look up into trucks, and there's commercial truckers out there with 80,000 pounds behind them doing the same damn thing, man. Yeah, absolutely, and I agree. So The, the thing is, is, in this day and age with the, with the smartphones and everything else, there's no excuse for texting. You can sit there, put it on hands-free, call somebody instead, and then you keep your eyes on the road. Or you can just wait until you're done driving and deal with yeah. it then. The thing is, I find it yeah. funny that they call them smartphones, but the people that operate them, not that smart for the most part. <laughs> there you go, Mick Jagger. You were talking about him yesterday, how he went in for heart surgery, and then like five days later, he's out there you know, in a, some dance studio doing aerobics and sort of starting to show off for uh, you know, training for his, his tour to resume. He's like, uh, way over 70. I know. They say, hey, like yesterday, I'm playing golf with Bob Plant. Bob Plant. It, 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 Bob, Bob is 75. Okay. He's hitting the hickory sticks like he was 15 years old. He's just hammering down the center. Just crazy. Bob was on fire. And played a strong third nine. Won his match. Good for him. Yeah. His son, Ben, is going to be a force today in the Canadian Hickory Championships at Legends. Hoping the weather is decent for it. Uh, might be a little bit of rain off and on. Not too, too warm. The temperature is 15 degrees. It's going to be pretty constant here through the day. Clearing off this evening, which is great for Rockfest down at Horlack Park. Uh, down in the River Valley. So we'll see you there. It starts up at 5 o'clock. So uh, all kinds of fun. You can buy a hoodie there if you get chilly. And it supports a good cause. Yeah, support the Center for Arts and Music. So Rockfest goes tonight and tomorrow at Horlack Park. I'll be down there hosting all of the fun. Hope to see you there. We'll expect uh, sunshine and somewhere in the neighborhood of uh, 18 degrees tomorrow. Uh, the comic strip. This week at the comic strip, don't miss from HBO's Entourage and the Showtime series Dice. Eleanor Kerrigan. Be in the know about every show at thecomicstrip.ca. I don't know if Bob Plant can dance like Mick Jagger, but I wouldn't put it past him. He's got the calves. The all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete, Pete Patipco. Classic Rock. On Classic Rock K97. It's showtime, everybody! Showtime! He's looking at you, kid. He's sliding. I have an army. We have a Hulk. Todd James, Minute of the Movies on Global News at 5 and uh, Global News Weekend Edition uh, every Friday and Saturday morning. Yeah, and, and before I head into the Fringe, this is the last week uh, you'll have me to kick around Fringe Reviews on uh, Global News. That happens for the next four uh, months. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's only 10 days. Oh, okay. only ten, but they, they fly by just like that, <laughs> let me tell you. 
So uh, look for that. In all Strathcona, you'll see me wandering around going from play to play. Anyway, and going from movies to movies. Blinded by the light. If you're a Bruce Springsteen fan, you're definitely right. going to want to see this. Traps like us. Baby, we were born to run. Did you write that? I've told you before, your lyrics are rubbish. <sighs> I didn't even rhyme. This is inspired, actually, by a true story. It's set in the 80s in Britain. It's an ode to the power of New Jersey's favorite son. Javed is a British-born Pakistani teenager with a passion for writing, chafing under his father's strict household rules. But after being introduced to the music of The Boss, Javed is inspired to shake off the chains of his father, win the heart of a girl, and with help from a teacher, find his voice and spread the gospel of the boss. I can feel it all right here. It's like Bruce knows everything I've ever felt. Everything I've ever wanted. You think that this man sings for people like us? But he talks to me. It's endorsed by Springsteen. Mm-hmm. There's uh, about 15 Springsteen songs that play throughout the movie. Come to see a visit. I'm going to see Bruce Springsteen's hometown. I can't think of a better reason to visit the United States than to see the home of the boss. It made me want to tune into K97 and listen to some uh, Bruce Springsteen. It's a feel-good movie. So I'm giving Blinded by the Light four kernels of popcorn out of five. Lovely. Look what I found at school today. What is it? I have no idea. That's a tampon. Girls shove it up their buttholes to stop babies from coming out. An eighth grader told me that. Seth Rogen has a producer credit on Good Boys. It's a raunchy and hilarious preteen comedy. A trio of grade sixers who call themselves the Beanbag Boys, led by Canadian actor Jacob Tremblay, are on a mission to attend a kissing party. But first they have to learn how to lock lips. You do not want to go to Soren's party not knowing how to kiss. We can spy on my neighbor. She's a total nymphomaniac. She starts fires? No, she's a nymphomaniac. Someone who has sex on land and sea. Things unravel quickly and soon the beanbag boys are on the run from two teenage girls forced to complete a drug deal and replace a stolen drone. But that's going to kill me. Chill. This is how we get the drone back. You took my bag. Don't get any closer. Oh, my God. There's Molly in there. Okay. Who's Molly? Because she's not with us. Sweet Jesus. Just give us our Molly. This young cast gives the film heart even as the script delves into territory no sixth grader should ever explore, including love dolls, sex swings, and beer chugging. <laughs> Pete, I'm sure you can relate. I'm giving good boys four kernels of popcorn out of five. War with Leonard and the pigs? What are you going to do? I'm a foodie. Still going on. Those pigs are going to pay for our lunches. What? And Angry Birds 2 is also new this week. I couldn't believe that on uh, last Saturday morning I was at the movies watching Angry Birds 2. I said, why am I here? And then when it started, I remember, oh yeah, Angry Birds was really funny and Angry Birds 2 was really funny too. The birds this time and the pigs, if you know the story, they're teaming up to stop a new enemy. Fred, I know we've had our differences, but we've discovered that there's a third island and they're plotting to destroy us all. And they've got great voice talent, including Jason Sudeikis, Josh Gad, Danny McBride, Aquafina, Bill Hader, and others. And it's ridiculous, but fun. And I'm giving Angry Birds, too. Believe it or not, four kernels of popcorn wow. out of five. Terry, you should paint your face up with the eyebrows there and go check that out there. I'm going to get some Angry Birds uh, eyebrows <laughs> tattooed since I don't have any. And on HBO, you might want to... Well, next week, because uh, there's nothing this week that I found interesting, but you might want to check out The Mule next week with Clint Eastwood. That was a pretty oh, good yeah. movie. Solid film. What do you got there? Well, pecans. i delivering pecans to my niece. Pecans. Here. Yeah, pecans. She makes the worst pecan pie you've ever tasted. I feel sorry for her husband, but... And I feel sorry for the pecans, too. <laughs> so that's all I got this week. Todd James joins us every Friday morning with his movie business. And, of course, you can see him on Global News at 5, Global News Weekend Edition with Minute at the Movie. And at Where the Wild Things Fringe in Old Strathcona. 
This is the all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Patipco on Classic Rock K97. Group buying uh, agreement time here, Pete. Imagine if we won the uh, $20 million with uh, K97 listeners, it would be $2.5 million. Imagine how fancy the uh, the, the hoodies would be for your groomsmen. Oh, your my wedding. God. The camo, we would be shiny. Oh. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to have camo hoodies for your groomsmen? <laughs> Hard yes, bud. <laughs> A hard yes. Uh, we have Jennifer, Cheryl, and Marilyn already in our group buying agreement. It's $20 million for Lotto Max uh, tonight. Uh, we'll uh, use our numbers that we pick for Lotto Max and Western Max and then bundle so that we get uh, some quick pick numbers on those tickets as well. So we need three more people to join us for the group buying agreement. Uh, right now it's 780-451-8097. Hello, you. What's your name? Hi, it's Beth. Hi, Bev. Uh, what's your number that you want for our group buying agreement, please? 29. 29? Yeah. All right. 29 gets a 2.5. All right. Sounds All right. great. Wouldn't that be great? Hang on, yeah. Bev. i got to get your vitals, so don't hang up, okay? Hi. What's your name? Good morning. This is AJ. AJ. All right, AJ. What number are we going with? Uh, 15. 15. All right. That's uh, that. We've got sequential numbers. Uh, we've got 13 and 14 picked yesterday, and now 15 with you today, AJ. Sometimes that's the key. That's the on that we've unlocked Pandora's box of lottery wins. Well, you've probably seen that before, AJ, haven't you? Where there's been uh, sequential numbers, three or four sequential numbers in the in the big jackpot, right? Oh yeah, lots of times. Yeah. Okay. Hang on. I'll uh, get your vitals as well. Hello. Good morning. What's your name? This is Cliff. Turn your radio down, brother. I, I, I didn't catch. Try your name again. What's your name? Cliff. Cliff. All right, Cliff. Uh, give us a number for the for the ticket for tonight. Let's try thirty-two. Thirty-two. All, All right. right, Mr. Clavin, you're in. All right, man. There we go. We have our numbers. We're all rigged up. Don't hang up, Cliff. I got to get your stuff too. We'll find out if we win Monday morning. I'll buy everybody a donair if that happens. Right? No no extra sauce. No extra sauce, though. No, no. What do you mean everybody? Like everybody listening? Yes. Anybody that's listening will get a breakfast donair. No extra sauce. And here's some things you need to know. Classic Rock K97. So you get out of the house, you get to the vehicle this morning, or you get out of the vehicle, you go, oh, yeah, it's not, not so bad. Uh, it's a 15 degrees. That's pretty much the temperature the entire day. It's going to stay like that all day. Might get a little bit of rain here and there. Uh, otherwise, it's going to clear off this evening. We'll have a, gr- a great uh, f- forecast for Rockfest tonight at Horlock Park. Uh, 15 degrees. Uh, overnight, we might see a little bit of rain and then back to sunshine tomorrow mainly sunny and a high of 18 there's your rock fest forecast brought to you by klondike insurance they understand where you live and what you drive locally owned and always available to discuss your insurance needs 780-439-0715 klondikeinsurance.com this will make your exhaust tip pucker if you will poor dale earnhardt jr and his family survived a a horror Horrific plane crash in Tennessee, rather. Uh, 44-year-old television analyst and a now-retired superstar driver had his 15-month-old daughter, his dog, two pilots. Something happened in the plane. Mechanically, it went down. Burnt to a crisp. Like, there's, like, nothing They got left. out. Yeah, they got out. They're fine. But holy, it was close. So, good news is everybody's fine and not hurt, and he's just going to take a week off instead of announcing he'll be back the following weekend. So, All right. Good for him and his family for dodging that. No kidding. There's not a lot of people can say that they've survived a plane crash. Right? But it did it actually 
crash or did it just... Uh... Oh, it crashed, yeah. It's. It, I'll, send, I'll send you the photos after. Or maybe I'll post them up in the book, too. They... Not a lot left. Okay. It went into turn four hot, didn't make it. Home sales across the country jumped 12.6% in July from a year ago, according to the Canadian Real Estate Association, thanks to a recovery in the housing market from uh, mortgage stress tests, uh, those new regulations that come out. Uh, so that was a big thing for everybody. Oh, how are we going to afford a house mortgage stress test? Uh, the s- sales were seen mostly in BC's lower mainland. Calgary, here in Edmonton, Greater Toronto, Hamilton, Burlington, Ottawa, Montreal, that sort of thing. Nationally, the uh, average sold price of a home was under 499000 just under. Uh, but still an increase of 3.9% from the same period last year. So, it's time to sell. Time to call the home girls at Remax. There you go. I wonder if it was, it was does it say, though, as if that was all in uh, country purchases? Because, you know, Vancouver, Lower Mainland, you said you bring that up. All those houses are being sold to China with nobody living in them. So I'm just curious if that study took that into account. You see what I'm saying? Home sales. <laughs> yes, but there is foreign investors in home sales, and it's yes. driving up the market is all I'm trying no, to say. No, it's, it's that, that's why they imposed the regulation. <laughs> okay. Maybe I'm doing some of this what these old people are doing. After cannabis was legalized, uh, it looks like only one group reported higher usage. That's senior citizens. According to Stats Canada, overall consumption of cannabis between May and June didn't, May and June didn't really kind of bump up that much. But senior citizens have boosted their cannabis consumption by about 5% in some circles. So you know how you have Matt in apartment 6B. Clarence and Gertie got the whole, the whole West Wing lockdown on the retirement center there, and they're just getting lit. Are they supplying? <laughs> they're doing the run, like, you know, when you had to do a beer run as a kid? <laughs> they're doing the beer run for the, or the cannabis run for the whole, the whole. Slipping little notes into everybody's mailbox down in the lobby, saying, <laughs> hey, if I don't get your pudding cup, <laughs> you know what's going to happen. <laughs> There's not, this isn't pudding in my pudding cup. Uh, good news. Soon enough, your micro penis could become popular again. I mean, not your micro penis. I'm sure you're packing the heat, bro. Uh, other people's micro penis. Uh, Vice just published a thorough research paper on why small junk could go into style again. Throughout history. <laughs> True. Throughout history, society has traded off between valuing big junk and small junk, like the ancient Greeks, for instance. Uh, it was They thought it was awful to be uh, big in the pants. Thought it looked way better to be small. One ancient erotic art scholar, and yes, that's a thing, Pete, uh, says the Greeks felt that uh, a human with a very large genitalia was considered to be grotesque. Mm. Laughable, mm. even. Uh, medieval art and ancient Egyptian art also show a preference for small-junked men, but sometime around the early 16th century, opinions changed and large genitalia became the preference. So, if you You've uh, got a tiny little penis. You're going to be back in uh, back in vogue. Or you can at least write that you think you are, but uh, it's nice to know that back in the 1600s, we had small dick guys writing journalism as well. <laughs> it's not fresh. Yeah, okay, I digress. Did you not hear just a Vice just published yeah. a thorough oh. research paper? Oh, Vice. Oh, Vice. All right. Well. <laughs> 
Five. On Classic Rock, K97. you ever watch any of those chef shows, those uh, cooking shows, or you or Loren do any of that? Well, like what, Guy Fieri going down and wolfing down a Philly cheesesteak and then trying to tell me it has good rich undertones? Oh, calm your tits there. Guy Fieri, he's a chef? He's what happens when a burrito has sex with a Fiero. Okay. That's, you, you get that. I, I meant stuff like uh, maybe Gordon Ramsay. Love or, Gordon Ramsay. Uh, I don't know, Jamie Oliver. You know, those kinds. Of, those guys are probably more considered. I mean, they're TV chefs, but they still have that chef thing. Yeah, they get the whole Michelin star thing behind them. I think Guy Fieri is more TV guy than chef. He's, he's more of an eater than a cooker, isn't he? He's more of a Q-tip than an eater, yeah. Sure. Of course. There's a British chef. Chef Gary Usher set off a Twitter storm on Monday after posting that he couldn't be friends with anybody who hangs a tea towel from the handle of their oven. Well, okay. I'm half with him on that. Where do you hang I hang tea- it on the oven, but it has to be folded and tucked in nice and tight. If you just hang it all willy-nilly and just, oh, just pull scrunch it, a, it in there. Pull it by a corner? No, no that's, that's no. That's a no. I had a roommate, too, that used to passively, uh, passive-aggressively do that to piss me off. He'd, I'd have it all folded neatly, and he'd come by and just mess it up just because he knew it would irk me. So, yes, I, I, I see half of his the, point. The smallest things. Oh, same way. What about a dishcloth? You know, where, where do you put your dishcloth? It's got to be wrung out with steaming hot water. Like, I mean, you should lose a bunch of skin when you're wringing that puppy out so right. hot, right? So it's nice and sanitized. Mm-hmm. And then make sure it's very close to dry. And you hang it over the middle of the two sinks. And you make a nice sound like, like you know, you really get oh, like it on you're shining shoes? Yeah, yeah. So it sits. Good. You should be able to come back to that thing in 20 to 30 minutes and pick it up. And it'll stay in that square U, upside down U. So not hang, you don't hang it on the tap? No. You're going to get all kinds of gunk in your fister. You don't want to gunk your fister. <laughs> hey, truer words were never spoken. You don't want to gunk your fister. No. That, that, that. I can't be with a girl, too, that has a dirty fister. It <laughs> you know? doesn't have gunk in her fister. That's the first uh, thing I inspect when I go over. Well, I'm like, let me see your fister. This uh, Gary Usher, this chef from the U.K., he's, uh, I mean, people were on Twitter were saying, well, they got, all of a sudden people had anxiety. Where am I supposed to put my tea towel? Where am I supposed to put my dishcloth? And he said, listen, he says, your towels live under the sink. They don't live on the handle of your stove. We put ours on the handle of the dishwasher. And the, the, and I, 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 I'm the same way with you. I got to wring it out. Uh-huh. I don't know what it is. Nobody in my family can wring a cloth out. They, they wipe the sink and there's still those water streaks on there. It just drives me bananas. Should be euthanized. You got to be able to rinse out a cloth really well uh-huh. so that when you wipe a counter, it doesn't leave the residual streaking and uh, whatnot. Also, you should add a little, a little Windex to your repertoire once in a while, too. You know, kill some bacteria. I use Windex for anything, man. Windex is great stuff, Terry. Use that in the dishcloth. You can clean, you know, a glass top stove. Use it for your contacts. You use it for your dash hound. Uh, whatever. <laughs> you clean your dash hound with Windex? Yeah, if he's a little dirty, he's getting the Windex. You can put <laughs> the worst thing is having the dishcloth that's just thrown in half a sink of water and left there. Oh my god. I that's, no. It happened, or or it's thrown in the bottom of the sink, and then everybody, then your son comes along with the uh, with his cereal bowl and dumps the residual milk in there that he didn't eat with the cereal, and that just you know swishes it around with the, the and the, 
These are these are tests that people should have to pass before they spawn. Like I'm serious. All right. On to question number 16-B. A wet dish rag is found in the kitchen. Do you A, bring it out, put it there, B, leave it in the sink wet, or D, not worry about it at all? If they answered anything but A, no babies for you. You haven't earned the right. (laughs) You know, there is a million things you could put ahead of that question. No, number one. As to why people should not have children. But... (laughs) Gunk on their fisters and wet rags in the uh, in the sink. No babies for you. I stand by it. Uh, your homework for this weekend is to use the phrase "gunk on your fister" at least twice bef- between now and Monday morning. And you know what? Text us how you did that. Yeah, we'll read some of those on Monday. Gunk on your fister. Super Tramp on K ninety seven. I was just thinking, you know, and not. It, there's if you don't put your tea towel on those on the handle of your stove or your dishwasher or something like that, you've probably got that. What is that thing called? The plastic thing that's kind of oval that you screw it to your wall. It's you know pasted to stapled to your pantry, and it's got kind of the crosshairs in it, and you can poke the tea towel into it with your finger, and it just kind of holds it there. I mean, nothing says high end kitchen like a wolf gas stove and that plastic doohickey that holds your tea towel. <laughs> That's what all the people are looking for when they want to, you know, redo their kitchen. Up in Street Albert? <laughs> it's St. Albert, not Street Albert, but thank you, Pete. Uh, 15 degrees. If you're wondering what you should be wearing to Rockfest tonight, uh, just go in a T-shirt and then buy one of the hoodies, one of the Rock and Roll Society hoodies there. That'll support the Center for Arts and Music. Uh, 15 degrees, your current and steady temperature through the day. Tomorrow, sunshine and 18 degrees expected for day two of Rockfest. The senior special at Stony Plain Golf Course. Play 18 holes Monday through Friday for just $55 with shared power cart. For more specials and seven-day advance booking, visit golfstonyplain.com. The all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Fatipko. Classic Rock. On Classic Rock K97. 30-day rule in effect. If you've won in the last 30 days, give it a rest. Let somebody else have a chance. You're going to be able to get Rockfest tickets and weekend passes at the door uh, at Horlack Park today as you uh, head there to get ready for all of the fun that starts at 5 o'clock. But we do have a pair of weekend passes on the line right now at 780-451-8097. 30-day rule in effect, like I said, clear the lines, make it fair for everybody if you want to have a go at these tickets. Expecting uh, 15 degrees, a constant temperature through the day today and into tonight. Tomorrow, sunshine and 18 degrees, the expected high. Uh, so that'll be good. It's going to be nice weather for Rockfest. Hello, good morning. What's your name? Hi, this is Ryan. All right, Ryan. Give you a chance at these weekend passes here. We're going to play the random facts game. All right. Three random facts. One of them I made up and is completely false. You identify that one and you win the tickets, okay? Sounds good. If you don't, the tickets go to the next person on the phone. And these are the last tickets available, so you got to get this, buddy. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay, no pressure. If you don't get them, then you, you got to buy them at the door to so support the Center for Arts and Music, okay? Mark uh, Reynolds, let a good poor person and listen. Right. Well, random fact number one. Ron Jeremy, porn star Ron Jeremy, was an extra in the firefighter scene in Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> number two, there's a Miami, Manitoba. And number three, Marvin Gaye trained to play pro football in 1970 and tried to get a tryout with the Detroit Lions. There I'm you go. Say, 
I'm going to say number one's false. Number one's false? The Ron yeah. Jeremy? That's, that's the one that I made up. Oh, my God. Ron Jeremy was not an extra in the firefighter. Mind you, he does have the hose for it. <laughs> I knew he didn't have it in him, though. Uh-huh. Yeah. He, you know what he was an extra in? He was an extra. Like when all the Ghostbusters go running into the building, he was an extra in Ghostbusters. No really? way. Believe it or else, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I also learned that there's a Miami, Manitoba. Mm-hmm. That's funny. You know, there's some weird names in Canada, so I didn't doubt that one. I, yeah, yeah I, I, we know about Dildo and all the other ones. I didn't know there was Miami. Imagine singing that. I'm going to Miami, Miami, <laughs> Manitoba. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Real glorious, yeah. All right, Ryan, you're off to Rockfest, 5 o'clock tonight and all day tomorrow. Have fun, man. Amazing. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. You're very welcome. This is the all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Patipco. And here's some things you need to know. Classic Rock, K97. All right. Uh, 15 degrees, the temperature through the day here today. We'll see a mix of sun and clouds. There are pockets of clouds that are come in and maybe dump a little bit of rain, but nothing too major. Uh, we're looking at clearing skies as we get set for Rockfest tonight at 5 o'clock. Tomorrow, sunshine and 18 degrees. Okay, yeah, sure, it's not going to be the hottest weather-wise for Rockfest, but at least it's not going to be... Remember a couple of years ago, we had that storm coming everybody was going holy cow look at this sky <laughs> the bands are playing looking behind them no i wasn't here it was uh, <laughs> well, just, uh speaking in general gotcha 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 uh we're looking forward to all of the fun this weekend at horlack park for the edmonton rock music festival if you do get a little chilly tonight you can always buy a hoodie from the merch tent for the rock and roll society of edmonton to support the center for arts and music sws marine group take it to the lake find your new boat at sws marine group's new location open monday to saturday on highway 16a in atchison or swsmarinegroup.com scary scary day for dale earnhardt uh, Earnhard jr and his family they were traveling from tennessee it was his wife his 15 month old daughter his dog two pilots they were on a plane like a private jet smaller plane here and mechanical failure down it went, hit the ground. They're all okay. Plane burned to smithereens. So he's going to take the weekend off to reflect, he said, on the situation and not call the NASCAR race. Did you see say that there was video of it? Yeah, there's a, well, there's a video of it on fire. And it oh, was... Okay. It was well, it was a plane on fire, man. Anywhere in the story, does it say whether it was a high impact or like it was kind of a belly landing? Or I what? don't have a velocity impact meter at this time. Oh, you didn't have a radar gun out no, there? No, I didn't. Measuring the... He was turning left when he crashed. <laughs> Aren't they all? Yeah. Uh, home sales across the country jumped 12.6% in July. This is good news. Uh, from a year ago, I suppose I should say. This according to the real estate Canadian Real Estate Association. Uh, this is thanks to a recovery in the housing market from mortgage stress test regulations. The sales were mostly seen in BC's lower mainland, Calgary, here in Edmonton, greater Toronto area, Hamilton, Burlington, Ottawa, and Montreal. So pretty much clear across the board. Nationally, the average sold price of a home was under $499,000, which was an increase of 3.9% from the same period as last time. So, it's time to sell. Time to call the home girls. <laughs> Sean and Bonnie, they're my real estate agents. I keep them very busy. Yeah, do, yeah you do move around quite a, quite a bit, don't you? We get restless. 
<laughs> I understand that. I've never been anywhere more than two and a half years ever since I moved out of my house yeah, at 18. Sure. I, I always bounce around. This story has uh, got people not bouncing around. They're in the couch. It seems that uh, senior citizens are the only age demographic that have seen a spike in cannabis use since it's been legal. Gertie's just hitting bong rips before doing uh, some shuffleboard down at uh, the dinner at 4 o'clock. That's her nickname, Gertie Bong Rips. Gertie Bong Rips. Yeah, Yeah, she's got some gunk in her fister. So there you go, 5% up on senior citizens in cannabis use. What a time to be alive. No kidding. By the way, the phrase gunk in your fister is a phrase that you need to use at least twice over the weekend and then call us Monday and tell us how you used it. Yeah. Okay, that's your homework for the weekend. Uh, good news this morning. Soon enough, your micropenis could become popular again. I mean, not your micropenis. I'm sure you're packing the heat, bro. Uh, other people's micropenis. Uh, Vice just published a very thorough research paper on why small junk could go back into style again. You see, Pete, throughout history, society has traded off between valuing big junk and small junk, like the ancient Greeks, for instance, thought it was awful to be big in the pants. They looked uh, at it that it was better to be small. Uh, there was, uh, you know, look at all the art installations of naked dudes, mm. right? Mm-hmm. And the very tiny little penis. Mm-hmm. It always looks better in a statue. Uh, the Greeks felt that a human with large genitalia was considered grotesque and laughable. Last- <laughs> The last thing you wanted. Yeah. Medieval art and ancient Egyptian art also show a preference for the small junked men. But sometime back in the 16th century, opinions changed, and that's when the large genitalia became the preference. So I totally get it. I'm three inches. From the ground! <laughs> now more of the all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Petipko on Classic Rock. K97. Hey, uh, it's 8.17. Thanks for joining us this morning. We have Eleanor Kerrigan in the studio with us. She's your headliner at the comic strip. Nice to have you, Eleanor. Why, thank you. It's uh, wonderful to meet you. Your first time in Edmonton. Look at you. I know. I'm I'm new to this, so break me in easy, please. You're new to Edmonton. You're not new to comedy. You've been no. doing stand-up comedy been for a long time. been doing stand-up comedy like 12 and a half years. Is, uh, has Edmonton always been on your bucket list of places that you'd like to travel? Oh, it's up there. Yeah. I sense a little bit of sarcasm in that. Okay, good. Okay, good, good. Glad you're catching that. Especially the furrowed brow. It's up there. Uh, (laughs) Oh, it's up there. That's my Philadelphia, uh, what do you call it, condescending, angry... Is that well, a fi- all of the above is, is, sarcasm? Is that where you grew up? I grew up in South Philly. Yeah, yeah. South Philly. Yeah. So you know, I can street fight. Wait, I was just going to throw down. Sure. A I'm pun- a Broad Street bully kid. Yeah. A punch in the face is a greeting. <laughs> That's right. That's yeah. how we say hello. That's, That's right. Foreplay. It's sure. <laughs> too early for that. I'm sorry. For- Who's up? For- <laughs> See if you're listening, guys. Yeah. See if you're listening. Uh, so, and when did you leave Philly? When you left Philly, did your mom go? Oh, thank God she's gone. Just, uh, I'm glad she's out of this town. Or did Philly have a lot to offer you? Uh, they were glad I left. Yeah. I got to be honest. I, I mean, I'm one of ten. I have nine brothers and sisters. Holy crap! It's yeah, a, no. So my mom didn't even know I left for a while. <laughs> Which one's gone? <laughs> Something's missing. Where's oh number God. eight? Did anybody ever tell your mother it's a vagina, not a clown car? I told her. I told her it's like a Holy. T-shirt gun. She's just. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, kids. <laughs> Everybody out. Yeah. I don't know how she did it. God bless her. I can't. We grew up in a little kids. row home. And I always, I mean, she's amazing. She's a huge hockey fan, which is kind of funny. Okay. Yeah, like, I mean, flyers for life for her. Bill so. Barber, Dolly, oh, Barbie, yeah, Bobby that's her Clark. Baby. That Bobby Clark was her. This is what, uh, a great thing she did. Um, we, we didn't have a lot of money. Ten kids, right? My mm. parents split up. Which she even wore. So she was a single oh, wow. mom, 10 kids. And they uh, there was a terrible snowstorm in Philly. And they said, if you could get to the Spectrum, we'll let you in for free. Give you hot dogs, hot chocolate. My mom was right. like, wrap them up. <laughs> she wrapped us up, put us on a sled. I think I was five or six. There was 20 people in the Spectrum. No it way. Was, yeah, it was the, they were playing St. Louis. And it was Bobby Clark, Rick McLeish, Reggie Lee. Like, my brother Johnny and Charlie, they're a little older than me. They were fist fighting over who was better. But there was only 20 of us. We were right on the glass. Like, a private NHL game. Yeah. That's, That's the Bobby best Clark. story in the world. Oh, my God. It was so amazing. Like, I still, like, I remember the day so vivid. And I was so young. So we went and um, we got in there. And Bobby Clark's checking this guy. And he's bleeding. And my brother Billy's just staring at him. Like, oh, no. And Bobby Clark realized, like, oh, there's this little boy who watching me just <laughs> bully this guy. Yeah. So he looked at my brother Billy, smiled, and just, all right, I'll let him go. That's wow. the best. But, oh, we were, it was amazing. It's probably like, I felt like royalty. Like You do? How? Nobody gets a, a personalized NHL game. No. and, and to, to get there was so hard. Like, we lost my brother Billy in a snow drift at one point. I was like, Mom, the like, sled, Mom. You know, and she's like, what? Like, we're going. And it was only four of us. It was me, John. Johnny, Charlie, and my brother Billy. He died? No. Oh, he was. Jesus, and you still went to the game? If it was me, yes, I would have still Pete, went I'd to like the to game. Introduce you again. This is Eleanor Kerrigan. She's a comedian. She's a comic. She's she died? She's yes, a, we killed my brother yes. on the way. We're yes. still going to the game, kids. Yes. It's free hot dog night. God damn it. I'll and make hot it. chocolate. Well, at 10 kids, she could have just made another one. Who right. knows, right? Like, let's That's be honest true. about it. It was pretty quick. We're she, not stopping. It's Dave the Hammer Schultz. Yeah. We're going. Yeah, Moose DuPont is playing tonight. He, he came to one of my shows in Atlantic City a couple years ago. The Hammer? The Hammer. And we were freaking out. My mom and her sisters were like, oh, we got to get picked. They were like schoolgirls. I'm like, ew, look how gross you girls are. Like, all of a sudden, they were like, we got to get a picture with Dave. And I was like, oh, he loved it. Really? Like, these elderly women fawning over him. So you still follow Philly? And like, of like, course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you don't let it go. What do you think about Gritty, then? How's your mascot being received? I think he's sexy. Seriously? <laughs> no, he's gritty, like the city. Yeah, that's yeah. what we are. But he looks like he's on meth, don't you think? Hey, again, that's what we are. <laughs> what kind of people do you think? Like, we, my mom still lives in the row home I grew up in. That's so cool. Nobody left. I'm the only one that left. Me, I got a nephew to place for the Minnesota Twins, so he's down in Florida playing. So he left. But, but other than that... Uh, have you seen they made gritty sauce? You can actually buy gritty sauce now. Uh, I think uh, that's gross. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's that's where I tag out. That's right, yeah, that's what, where you does he out. make it himself with I'm all that sure. hair? Do you, like, do you milk a gritty? How do you how do you get the sauce? Yeah. How do we? It get, it's so weird because the Philly fanatic is like one of my favorites. Yeah. As as far as like a mascot, yeah. but how do we go from it's, the fanatic, the cute little fanatic, mm -hmm. to the gritty? 
And like, where does the gritty just... sauce on top of that? How do we get from the Philly fanatic to gritty? Now we're selling condiments what, called sauce, gritty sauce. Is it is it brown? Like what kind of sauce? I'm going to Google it for you right was, now. Yeah, because it, it can't be marinara because we call it gravy anyway. Yeah, I I had questions about baby powder and where that came from. Okay, never mind gritty sauce. Like what, <laughs> Here, look, have a look. It's it's from what does that say? Dietz and Watson or whatever there, and Deet, it's gritty. Deets and Deets Watson. Deets and Watson. That Come guy. on, sure, man. Whatever, man. Deets and Watson is that is an anyway, gritty people. sauce. It looks. It is looks it like, mustard? It looks like a mustard ugh, mayo kind of combo there. I thought that was the thing. I thought maybe they. This is. I, I saw this the other day. That's why I thought I'd ask you. I thought maybe this is something that's sold, and then they marketed it. Ah, uh, you know what? People just try to make money off anything, and he's controversial. Controversial. Yeah. I can't speak yet. So controversial because he's ugly, I guess. And yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it would be more controversial if he just started punching people when they came in. That would be a Philly. Yeah. <laughs> Exciting, no? It's going to get to the point, though, with Gritty. I mean, it's, it, it starts with sauce, and all of a sudden, he's got uh, parrot heads following yeah. him all over the, the, the country, and he's okay. opening up. Uh, parrot heads, yeah, I like that. That's Jimmy Buffett's okay, followers are called the parrot heads, right? Are you serious? Yeah. I love that you know that. Uh, they, well, they follow him all and Jimmy Buffett's got restaurants, Margaritaville, yeah, all yeah, over yeah. the place. No, because I've been, of the song. I've been. Trust me. And, yeah. and of course, the, the blenders, you can get margarita blenders, of Margaritaville blenders. It's what? called marketing. It's called greed. Uh, Can't what, get enough money. If What kitchen appliance could gritty market? Ah. <laughs> What's the most... He looks like he was uh, developed in a blender. Yeah. So <laughs> maybe that. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever apparatus he used to cook meth would be somewhat... <laughs> he would promote. Here is the Bunsen burner. You're obsessed with this meth thing. He, he looks pretty he's hot. He's obsessed gonna, with the gritty thing. Yeah. I'm going to start doing meth. It's better dental plan because they just come out. So... <laughs> and then you don't have to worry. Don't you fix them. You have to em. numb it out. They're, right. They're gone. Who has a dental plan? Yeah. Nobody. Yeah. Meth heads. Great. Eight twenty-five. We have uh, Eleanor Kerrigan in Sorry. the uh, studio. You know, <laughs> you're good. We have to take a break. We'll uh, come back and chat more with Eleanor. She's your headliner at the Comic Strip. TheComicStrip.ca for tickets. Seven eight zero four eight three fifty nine ninety nine to go and see her tonight. Tomorrow, are you on Sunday as well? Yes. Sunday. Okay. She's uh, here all three days this weekend. All right, uh, 8.30 and 15 degrees. That's the constant temperature through the day. Rockfest starts at uh, 5 o'clock tonight at Horlack Park and then 11.30 until it's done tomorrow all damn day. 18 degrees, the high expected tomorrow in the sunshine. Barcole, when it comes to residential and commercial doors and windows, there's only one name. Barcole. Visit, uh, visit Barcole.com. All right, it's uh, 8.30. Eleanor Kerrigan is the uh, comic strip headliner this weekend. Two shows tonight, two shows tomorrow, and one show on uh, Sunday as well. We have her in the studio with us this morning, and we just found out that Eleanor Kerrigan was... A churchgoer. Oh, well, it, it, sure, uh, we can bullshit. I mean, that's fine. With <laughs> nine brothers and sisters and uh, from the same mother. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing it's a Catholic family. Extreme. Yes. Irish Catholic. Double yeah. negative. So, yes. Yeah, well, we're in of it. Of course. Kerrigan. We never even put that together. But, uh, They're Irish. Uh, the other thing that we found out just now, uh, <laughs> Eleanor Kerrigan, if uh, you were a wrestling fan, Eleanor Kerrigan was 
Easy Rider Ooh. on Wow. Easy Rider. In, I used to say it like that, too. Did you? It's Easy Rider here. Did Is that you, how you said it? You, were, you pretended <laughs> you were from too, a different com- country? No, I didn't or? do it too much. I would, like, mock. The, the ladies that trained us were phenomenal. Like, they were, and they were from... Uh, Oh, I just met Kentucky. So they had strong accents. And they were so funny. They had mullets. Amazing. Like, (laughs) they were great wrestlers. Like, underground, Japan, hardcore wrestlers. So they would be like, I easy, you know. I easy. I easy. Do what now? That was my favorite. Like, I I would ask them a question. They'd go, do what now? Uh And I was like, no, what? What? No, I'm, I'm asking you for help. Okay, forget it. Like, it was great. But when I got... Like I said, I have nine brothers and sisters, six brothers, three sisters. So I was always with my brothers. I was a very bad tomboy. And my mom was so happy to have me. Like a little girl. Yay. We're going to put her in dresses. No, I tuck them in my underwear. You know, I played football. I was such a tomboy. So when I moved to L.A., like this was my first kind of gig I got from an audition you was, still was being you. Easy Rider from, from WWE? Yes, it's pretty similar to the Glow story, right. like that, yeah, that yeah, series, yeah. which yeah. is phenomenal on Netflix. Uh, she, I went to an audition thinking, all right, let's see what happens. And they gave me the job. No I went in there with a baseball bat. I was like hitting people because I grew up watching Bob Backlund, you know, like Hawk Hogan, those guys. Yeah. They were heels. I like the heels. I like when they were the bad guys. You yeah. know? And so, I, I mean, I picked Bob Backlund, but he was a good guy, but whatever. Uh, so I would, I like that, like causing chaos. So the night before, I was waiting tables at the comedy store, and my friends helped me with the audition. It was like Joe Rogan, Freddie Soto. Like, they, they were nobodies. They were just in the kitchen like, yeah, do this, do that. So I did it, thinking I was going to get arrested. They hired me. And I was like, oh, no. I was a joke. And they were like, yeah, yeah, you're great. Let's do this. And I'm, So I had to call my mom. I'm like, mom. Listen, don't get mad at me. And I'm on a cell phone on the 405. I'm like, please don't get mad at me. Um, she's like, what? I go, I took this job. It's 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 a show. It's a, it's a new show. It's a wrestling show. It's called, uh, uh, you know, Wow Women of Wrestling. You know, I said all this stuff. I said all that. She goes, oh, that's great, honey. I go, Ma, it's a wrestling show. She's like, I'm so happy for you. <laughs> I go, you know what? I'm going to call you when I get home on a landline because it's 2000 or 1999, actually. Okay. So I was like, all right, I get to a landline. I call her. My sister Karen answers. She goes, yo, you're going to be on West Wing? (laughs) (laughs) Do you know how awful that is? I had to tell everybody I wasn't going to be hanging out with Martin Sheen. I was going to have a woman with a mullet and a sleeper hold. Like, she was so mad when she found out. Oh, my God. But I guess it was the cell phone connection. I don't know. She's still mad at it. She's still angry, Ben. That's long gone. Well, because she would watch it. Oh, God. This, honey. Then she got into it. She was like, you know what? Your kicks are off. And I'm like, what? She started Are critiquing? you critiquing? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah. She's like, yeah, you, you seem like you're like going in, but you know, and I go, 
you know, it's not fake, Ma. I got a hairline fracture on my collarbone. This is real. I broke my pinky. Like, she's like, I can't believe you went from fighting in the street with your brothers to doing it on TV. How embarrassing. Yeah, at least you're getting a paycheck for fighting on TV. That's what I said. Then she started getting into it. Like, she was like, all right. She telling you what you should be doing against against the other girls and stuff? Yeah, she's like, I don't like that one. Make sure you hit her extra hard. I'm like, whoa, whoa. Did you ever come home and see that she got the female? A mullet to match. Yeah, she's no. really embracing it here. <laughs> she, she's all of a sudden. But my, I had my niece Alexa dressed up as Easy Rider, oh, like wow. for Halloween one year, and everybody was like, oh, "You're Aunt L," and I was like, "No, no, it's Easy Rider. Come on, man, that's not." <laughs> what was your finishing move? Uh, well, we, I know that might sound rude. It's not. It's <laughs> I'm a finisher. That's for sure. And uh, <laughs> it's uh, this is a weird one. It was a DDT, but we would do a double DDT. Me and my. Because we, we were a tag team. We were Harley's Angels. So there was a... Harley's Angels. <laughs> so there was Charlie Davidson and Thug was our gang, if you will. So we would double DDT them. Did that you have like a, like a... Like uh, a, a that's s- weird that you did that because, yeah. yeah, I used to do like a Bronco Buster to people. When I would come in the ring, I'd be like, brah, brah, and just like pelvic thrust for so no of reason. Of course you were. Of course. In well, my, why wouldn't you? It'd with be my mid-drift out. And, oh, Nice. I can't wait to Google this later. At oh work. my God! Please this do. Is, you'll yeah. lo- you'll love it. We've I had a killer drop kick. I got to be honest. I was I could get some height because I was athletic as a kid. Sure, and you had the training with from your brothers. So Certainly, you did a double DDT. <laughs> so it was a DDDDDDDDDDT. Yeah, basically, we would stutter when we did. Devastating. Yeah, we were bad. I mean, it's fun because we were heels. So like, people would be like, "Easy," and then I just ripped their poster in half, and they were like. Oh, okay. Because like, we did it at the Forum in Englewood. That's pretty impressive. Sure. That's and, a tough neighborhood. Well, yeah, I didn't know that because I'm from Philly. So when it's oh, different his- in California, like their bad neighborhoods look like our suburbs. <laughs> it's misleading until yeah. the sun goes down. And then you're oh, like, yeah. oh, hold on a second. It's misleading. Dude, yes. it, I used to jog in Englewood. Like, oh, this is beautiful. They have front lawns. What's happening? Like, if you go to South Philly or North Philly, you're in a bad neighborhood, you feel it. You're yeah. like, yeah. Oh, okay, why is that baby having Uzi? Like, it's not... <laughs> you see it, you know? They're crazy. So, it's... I was... We would um, share the facility with the Sparks, which was pretty impressive, mm-hmm. like the L.A. Sparks. Yeah. I know it's like, oh, women's basketball. Whatever. Lisa Leslie was pretty impressive. They gotta make and the team. Michael Cooper was her co- was the coach. Yeah. So we were like, I was like, whoa, Michael Cooper, like freaking out that we were in their same space, basically. So do you wore like the like tank top sort of thing that was by Easy Rider's I wore jeans. outfit? Jeans that was the other thing. I wrestled in jeans, so everybody loved it because Easy Rider would work. Like I was the seller. Yeah. The, they hired me because I talked trash. You know, like I would talk to everybody like I would get bonuses because the crowd loved me no like, way things like that so the girls on my crew were like yeah let easy talk easy will do it easy will do it easy's <laughs> gonna get us that fun light money get, get yeah. easy she'll get would do what now and so it was the best like I would go out and talk trash to all these people and I mean it was packed the forum you know and uh, they would I would steal the mic from the the announcer the ring announcer would be trying to call them I'm like give me that yeah. give 
beat on it, punch him. And he was great, this guy Josh. And, uh, and so it was just so much fun. And um, after I'd wrestle, I'd get off because I had to work the room, basically. I right. wasn't a comic at that point, but I was still like technically work in a room i'd get off we go behind the scenes and i'd be sweating so bad i'd just pull my jeans down and the whole crew would be like hey <laughs> <laughs> this is post me too yeah. like, i mean pre so i would i literally would just walk with my pants around my ankles back to the dressing room because it was so hot yeah but you know i mean i had underwear on it wasn't that but the whole crew would be like hey easy <laughs> <laughs> What's my name? Making, Hence the name. Yeah, Hence the name. Yeah. Yeah. Making small talk, trying to keep you hanging around for a little bit longer. Uh, did you Did you ever get into a situation like a Hulk used to always tear his T-shirt or his, uh, no, his shirt off? No, that would be great. But yeah. we did study those guys. Like, they would make us watch and take us to a lot of, like, matches, the bigger matches. Yeah, so you, you know, get a feel for how they, sure. they're doing it, right? Learning Well, we went to craft. see The Rock because I think The Rock yeah. was big at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember, uh, like, Sergeant... I went with my friend and Sergeant Slaughter was there and I was like, oh, the Sergeant Slaughter. Like, and he's like, you like the old guys? I'm like, yeah, I don't know the new guys too well. Like, yeah. pretty, At that point, I wasn't following it. How many years did you do? It was your career. Well, we did only two seasons. Okay. It, we did a pay-per-view, which was kind of... Uh, a little uh, much for my boss to think he could do a pay-per-view because right. like, we would need views. Right. Uh, he forgot that part of it. And uh, <laughs> it kind of went under. <laughs> yeah. So we lost our... our uh, sponsors. Did it get to a point? Like, here's here's why I ask you this. I went to WrestleMania 24 down in Florida with my son. Oh wow! And okay. we were staying in the same hotel as a lot of the wrestlers, and all of the thing was happening at the big stadium, and it was yeah, you know, yeah. all this. And my kid was uh, like uh, eight or nine or ten or so whatever. So exciting! Yeah, it was a big deal for him to be in this. Uh, we were in the ele- elevator with Floyd Mayweather, and oh, the, wow. the great Khalid put his hand over Riley's Whoa. head and to just in, you know enveloped his his head. Uh, but the other thing that we saw was some behind-the-scenes stuff, like they were holding a seminar for some of the up-and-coming wrestlers, and there were some okay. of the big names in there talking about financial planning and stuff sure. like that. Like, they they really take it in a direction so that these guys can, now. can be Thank smart God. about stuff. Yeah. But did they have that kind of thing when you were doing it? No, no. not at all. And I watched the movie The Wrestler with Mickey Rourke, yeah. who's just phenomenal. That's a real thing. Yeah. That's so true. That's so sad. Like him being beat up like that. Like I remember at the time when I was wrestling, it, it, I was doing a million other things. I was still waiting tables at the comedy store right. and I was the owner, Mitzi Shores. Uh, assistant. So I was her personal I'd show up at her house with like a black eye, you know, <laughs> all taped up, bruised. <laughs> and she'd look at me and she, she's from Wisconsin originally, yeah. so she'd be like, oh honey, what's going on? Wow, <laughs> uh, well, Mitzi loved I all go, the Mitz, comments. I, uh, I, I took the wrestling thing. Oh, honey, is somebody beating you up? You could tell me, yeah. okay? I'll help you. No, you don't have to take this. And I'm like, no, no, no. It's not some guy beat me up. I'm a street fighter. I'll fight any guy. I'm not. And she was like, this is like every time I came in, I, you should talk to somebody. I'm like, no, good. <laughs> you should talk but to but I, I met like uh, the girls that trained us. They were pr- 
professional, like real wrestler for years. And they had a lot of financial hardships. So Mm -hmm. they started doing it for us, trying to help us. But now it's gotten so much better. Such a business, yeah. It totally is. But these guys do. I mean, look at Andre the Giant. Yeah. I mean. There's, there's a ton of sad wrestling stories yeah. out there, you know. I loved Andre the Giant. Eleanor yeah. Kerrigan is uh, your headliner at the comic strip. She's in the studio with us this morning. She's yeah, come, I'll drop kick you. Two shows tonight. <laughs> yeah, sit in the front row. Uh, two shows tonight, two shows tomorrow, and one on Sunday. We have uh, a table for four for the 7 o'clock show tomorrow night. Uh, if you're the first caller through after I clear the line, 780-451-8097 is the number to call if you want to catch Eleanor at the comic strip tomorrow night. We'll take a break. More with Eleanor Kerrigan after the break. K97 Traffic. Yellowhead coming off of uh, Street Albert Trail there. Looks a little slow in both. St. Albert Trail. It's, it's ST. That stands for street. You live in Street Albert. East and uh, westbound lanes on the Yellowhead are slow. And then the Capilano Bridge due to construction. Spot anything, see anything, give us a call. 780-451-8097. Livio AI is the world's first hearing aid to provide superior sound quality and the ability to track brain and body health. Sweet. Discover more at livingsounds.ca. Uh, Lily was so excited to win a table for four for the 7 o'clock show tomorrow night to catch Eleanor Kerrigan at the comic strip, thecomicstrip.ca for tickets, 780-483-5999. There's two shows tonight, two shows tomorrow, and a show on Sunday to go see Eleanor or Easy Rider. Easy Rider. Have you thought about doing a uh, sort of an alter ego? Did you, you, what's that to the marvelous Mrs. Maisel? Oh, you, yeah. Have I, you watched that? Don't get mad at me, but no. Oh, okay. I know. I heard great things. Uh, who's the uh, super tall uh, blonde comedian? Uh, she's... Uh, she's on the show? Yeah, she's she's Mom Mabesley or Maisley or whatever. Mom's Mabley? Mom's... Black Mabley. lady? No, no. I, I, uh-uh. I Mom's rem- Mabley is a terrific like way old comic okay i can't remember what her character name is um, okay i'll look it up <laughs> i'll just take your word it's for right it. on the tip of my tongue anyway let me see sh- your tongue i can sh- see it yeah uh, <laughs> that's what my mom would do easy easy rider <laughs> yeah sorry it's she, early she uh, she's a stand-up comic but it's an alter ego have you ever thought about doing your hey y'all what's no. that y'all oh do what now do what, hey, yeah, do do what now well i no, i travel with uh andrew dice clay a lot i oh, tour nice. with him so I, that's enough alter ego for me i'm good uh <laughs> multiple personality <laughs> i torture him he has two kids that i tell him that his one son his older son max is raised by Andrew, and then his younger son was raised by Dice, unfortunately. (laughs) It's the best, because they started merging now, and uh, it's just the funniest, the the younger kid has such the attitude, so I'm like, yes, like, he got got the Dice. Dice (laughs) 2.0. But yeah, I I don't know, maybe I'll do an alter ego... uh, I mean, that's... I just hope you bring back the female mullet. I mean, I think that there's the nothing finer mullet. than the female mullet. By the way, I mean, for both uh, Selena Majors and Peggy Lee Leather, if you will, uh, the the ladies that trained us, two of my favorite people on the planet, and they still train the young ladies that do, because we're on Access TV okay. every Friday night, yeah. uh, and I did commentary for the first season. The second season, unfortunately, I was on tour, and now they're doing another one in September, a live one, and they're so good at the Belasco Theater in L.A. If you're in L.A., check it out, September 18th and 19th. Unfortunately, I'm going to be on the road with Andrew Dice Clay and Roseanne Barr. Oh. 
They're doing Fun. the Mr. and Mrs. America tour. So I'm opening for them. So I'll miss my Easy Rider, twang, <laughs> calling the matches and stuff and talking trash. Oh, man. I, you, you have, like, uh, a pretty cool life story like just a, a short period of time we've gotten to know you it's not the best career but it's a fun one <laughs> sure the ones that the ones that are easy and, and are, aren't storied and they never are as fun to get into you know? like my mom's like are you making money yet <laughs> yeah. ah. is well, that the way they always say it yet yet yeah. was it two weeks ago we found who was here and was talking about uh, all the uh, drug arrests and, and whatnot. oh that's a good time too yeah, yeah. we've had a, a lot of arrests time. but not drugs no? fighting yeah fighting arrests when we were kids yeah because in south philly you know you just you wake up you fight somebody and uh, <laughs> sometimes you get arrested sometimes you get away with it sometimes they keep coming after you so uh. you move to la anyway <laughs> you're like can we hold this i haven't had the fruit loops yet i'll meet you in like 15 <laughs> we'll get this done and we'll go to math class fruit do you loops. think being the street fighter they are do you think if if uh, suddenly between you and pete do you think you'd be able oh, to would take pete him? think he could take me <laughs> No, do you think you can oh, take sorry. Pete? Pete, of course. <laughs> Didn't even bat an eye. She's gritty. <laughs> She's gritty. I'm gritty. I don't even need the costume. I'm no, just gritty. Yeah. You, uh, who do you do a podcast with? Who is, what's your oh, podcast? I do uh, the Comedy Store podcast. I co-host it with the great Rick Ingram. He's hilarious. And um, we just have Comedy Store comics on, and we talk a lot of trash. Uh, about everything and everyone, mostly the comedy store, which is fun because the comedy store is doing phenomenal right now. Right. It's big again, <clears throat> huge again, again, yeah. right? It's it was, up, it's it up had and a down. boom in the eighties. Yeah. yeah, but when I started working there, it was on its decline. Right. So that was the early nineties, and then it started to go down, down, down. We had some great moments, if you will. Like there was a year where Richard Pryor came in and he was doing Monday, Wednesdays and Fridays. Oh nice. That was that was phenomenal yeah. for me. And I wasn't a comic at that point. Like I was a waitress at the store and just waiting tables, doing plays, trying to get acting gigs. Mm -hmm. Obviously not on West Wing and uh, you Close know enough. wrestling, all kinds of stuff. So doing all that, but still waiting tables at the store and meeting Richard Pryor. That was phenomenal, yeah. you know. And he would come every Whoopi Goldberg would come see him, Chevy Chase, like. So that was during our. He came back to help the owner, yeah. You know, boost up sales and stuff. And then it went real dark. Is that and when Polly took it over for a while there, and it kind of Polly technically never took it over. I just remember that show. You know what I mean? Yes, yeah, 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 minding yeah. the store. That's and what it was. What happened was his mom's health was declining. Yeah. So she was looking for people to like. She wanted Polly to take it over, but Polly, he's still out there. He's still killing it. Yeah. You know. So it's like that's hard to take your career put it on the back burner and really run a club yeah. that really needed to be run. Yeah. So his brother Peter is, is, is basically running it now. Unfortunately, Mitzi passed away a year, a little over a year ago, but yeah. she hasn't been hands on for quite some time before then. So it's Peter technically, okay. uh, Paulie's still, of course the boss, but it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just he he's doing his career. You said you were Mitzi's assistant there for a while. And oh, yeah. It's so tough on so many comedians and all of the, the you know, accolades that came out for Mitzi, but uh, you being close to her must have been tough. We Yeah, it was tough, but, like, I mean, I had some fun times. People, they did that show on Showtime, which was supposedly um, 
about the Comedy Store. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, the, what was the name of it? And I love all the actors in it. Melissa Leo. Uh, I'm dying up here. Okay. I, I, it was yeah, based yeah. off the book. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Jim yeah, yeah, Carrey yeah. produced it. Because okay. he was kind of, he came in at the end of that. But mm-hmm. Earth, maybe it was the beginning of the boom, but the strike had already happened and all that. Mm-hmm. So it, it, um, anyway, they produced it. It was like Andrew Santino, Eric Griffin, Great comics in it. Rick Ingram was in it. Like mm-hmm. a lot of Earl Skakel, who was supposed to be here with me this week, but he canceled because he got a bigger gig oh, on Netflix. Oh, no, that's right. I saw Earl down Earl. in uh, Arizona. He was there for, yeah. the, for the roast of Shane yes. Doan, and he said he was coming I was coming supposed up to here. do that. I was, ah. I was so mad I couldn't get to roast Shane. Oh, man. But I couldn't. I was on tour. So, uh, But yeah, Earl, like all those guys were in it, which was I loved. But if you watch the show, the technically Mitzi character comes off as like this angry lady. Mm. Mitzi was very funny. Yeah. She was hilarious. Like she, you'd be telling her a story and she'd be like, all right, get to the punt. You know, she'd get <laughs> right on you. She didn't have, like uh, she was sick and we would go get stem cell injections, which are illegal in right. the United States. I don't know about Canada. We didn't come up here. Right. Is it legal here? Stem I'm not cells? sure. I'm not at the stem cell a, injection point in my life yet. You're not yet. there yet? No. I okay. haven't had to Google that. Terry? <laughs> Terry, <laughs> you know all that. Uh, so we went to the Dominican Republic. Right. Oh, I'd never left the country. I got my passport because as a wrestler, we were supposed to go to Japan, Avi, and uh, <laughs> it didn't happen because the pay-per-view thing ruined everything. So I had a passport randomly oh, nice. and she had me go with her. And I'm like, oh my God, this is awful. It's going to be like weekend at Bernie's. If something happens, I'm going to be propping her up, begging Paulie not to forgive me. that was hilarious. Yes. <laughs> so, and, and I remember I'm signing a paper as I'm sweating that says if she gets sick, they won't treat her in the United States and I'm like oh my god this is awful and the guy comes in to give her stem cell injections and she looks at me she goes I hope that one had blonde hair and blue eyes and I was like oh my god but it was just to break the tension like yeah. she always made you laugh like she was silly like that she was one of the funniest that's crazy Eleanor Kerrigan is your headliner am I talking too much no no, no I love you guys yeah it's super not fun leaving. Uh, well we have we, if we're well, we are, so... You're I, kicking me you out. Go, here you go. <laughs> and we're kicking ourselves out. We're, uh, we're done here. Yeah, we're, uh, we're out of here. The show's o- uh, over, but we're going to move on to uh, more music here in uh, in a bit for your midday radio uh, enjoyment. Uh, Eleanor Kerrigan is your headliner at the comic strip, thecomicstrip.ca for tickets, 483-5999, area code 780. So great to meet you. So I'm, great to meet you guys. Yeah. Thank you. Super awesome of you I can't wait in. to fight him. Uh, you doing who? The what now? Yeah. Do what now? Uh, doing who what? <laughs> yeah. Go see Eleanor Kerrigan tonight at the comic strip, tomorrow or Sunday. All kinds of good fun. Nice having you. (laughs) Thank you, guys. All right, thanks.